0: Insurance agents from around the world, it's Bradley with the Insurance Guys podcast, and I know I did not do that intro as good as Scott does. I'm self-aware enough to know that Scott does the intro. I don't do the intros, but I wanted to talk to you real quick about something. There's been one question that I have gotten over and over and over again over the past few weeks, and I know Scott has gotten it as well, and every single person we talk to, whether it's a guest or or it's someone in the insurance industry, every single person is asking, will you guys be at Elevate? Will you guys be at Elevate? Will you guys be at Elevate? And we actually originally were going to be there just because we're both so busy with our schedules. But the more people that ask, the more we realize, man, Elevate 2019 is going to be freaking lit. Every single person in the insurance industry is going to be there, anybody who's anybody. And so we wanted to reach out and tell you guys that, yes, Scott and I will be there. We wanted to give a big shout out to Joey and Sydney over at Agency Nation for putting that on. You guys can text Elevate to 251 418 4724 to get more information on Elevate. Buy your tickets. You can come meet the insurance guys. Maybe we'll do a little impromptu podcast with you. Who knows? Check it out, guys. Text Elevate to 251 418 4724. Thanks.
1: Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell and the incomparable Bradley Flowers for agents by agents. We're here to share real life experiences, tips and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys Podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless leader and host from I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome. He is a six-foot-three sophomore from Sarah Land, Alabama. Parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm great, Scott. How are you today? Man, I am doing fan super tabulous. Can I tell you that I feel about 1,000 times better today than I did yesterday? Really? I could flip this freaking table over right now and just start tearing did, shit up in here feel great, so good. You did a great job yesterday. Well, I, I, I did it on a... For shoot. those of
0: you that don't know, we podcasted nine podcasts yesterday with about an hour and a half break in between at an Irish pub. mm so uh, we're doing something a little bit different today, Scott. You I want think to tell everybody f- about I,
1: it? I think I looked at my watch last night when we walked out after an epic podcast with Ryan Hanley that turned into the Joe Rogan there's, there's, podcast. It did, it did. But I think I think uh, we had a good day yesterday. I was I walked out and I looked down at my watch when I got in my truck and it was about eight thirty mm-hmm. last night. And I was I was I was about done. Yeah. I'd about had all the podcasting I yep. wanted yesterday. So tell Um,
0: everybody what we're doing today. Oh yeah, live call-in show. Live call-in show. We're trying something a little different. We do not plan to do this on a regular basis, so if you want to be on the show and have a question, you need to text your name to 251-253-3749.
1: Ask any question you want to.
0: And we'll call you. I
1: don't care what the question is. It could be about anything. Mm -hmm. It could be about insurance, your personal life whether you should get married or not get married, <laughs> what you should get your parents for Christmas. I don't give a shit what it is. Just okay. text in and let's do it.
0: So we have our first caller on the line, Kelsey and Scott. Are you kidding From me? Alcorn Insurance. So are you you like there, guys? Yes.
2: Yeah. Good morning.
0: Let's go ahead with, with y'all's question. Uh, we're, we are ready to get rocking and rolling here. Okay. And, and, yeah, and, and we appreciate you guys calling in and following us.
2: Good morning. This is Kelsey. And my question is going to be, Kind of regarding the younger generation, Mm. the younger millennials, the Gen Z, the Gen Alphas, Mm -hmm. and these generations are more concerned about convenience, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to shopping. Mm -hmm. So where do you see our industry going with marketing and selling to these individuals as independent agents? where they could just go directly to the lizard. Why don't online? you
1: answer? And then I will answer. Well, I just think we have to be able to sell to people the way that they want to buy, whatever that is. We've got to, as an industry, we've got to figure that out. And uh, I-, I liked your comment about the lizard. That That's pretty good. And and you're right. I think the younger generation seems to be all about speed and convenience. And I, I just think we've got to, as an industry, figure that out, how we're going to reach those people. And I think sometimes we just do a broad generalization of people. I don't think that represents all of them, but it probably does represent a lot of them. So we've got to, as an industry, figure that shit out and, you know, do it the way that they want to do it and, you know, compete with you know with the lizard and everybody else on that. What do you, what do you say, Bradley? So so my thought is the one thing that I focus on
0: on a daily basis in my agency is how to make the customer purchase process easier, how to make it easier to do business with me. And the reason that companies like Geico, Progressive, Lemonade, Swift, if you're familiar with Swift Insurance, uh, or the reason all of those are winning and especially winning with the the millennial generation, the younger generation, the Gen Z, is Because they make it extremely easy and fast and convenient to do business, right? Insurance as a whole, as an industry, we're kind of clunky and there's a lot of friction when it comes to doing business with us, right? So let me give you an example. So Netflix is the largest film provider, you know, movie TV show provider in the world. Up until a few years ago, they owned no movies, no TV shows. Airbnb is the largest accommodation provider in the world. They own no hotels. And Uber is the largest transportation company in the world, and they own very, very few automobiles. The one thing all three of those have in common is speed, convenience, fast, quick, right? I flew, I think, 12 times this year. And I didn't rent a car one time. And I used to be the perpetual car renter. Like, Enterprise knew me by first name, right? Not really, but they did. And it's speed and convenience. And I think as agencies, we need to do things to make it easier for people to do business with us. Do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. But that's something that's constantly on my mind. What is it? Well, it's 24-hour service. It's chatbots. It's making ourselves available online. You know, I got into an argument, and I've talked about this on the podcast. I got in an argument with somebody on Facebook one time who said, oh, I can't believe that my clients want to contact me at 6.30 p.m. I'm not Amazon. I'm like, well, you better figure out a way to be because that's what your customers are going to expect coming in the future, right? Need to do whatever we can to make people, Now, I'm not saying make yourself available at 8 o'clock p.m., but at least have some kind of chat bot, something set up to where they can reach out and say, okay, I know that Bradley's going to see this when he gets to the office in the morning. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. What are your thoughts on that? I'd love to hear your thoughts yeah, as well. And I hope that, I and, hope and, that by, and by the way, I don't know that anybody really has the answer to that. I will admit that people that are my parents' age in their 60s and 70s and people my age, you know, 40, 40s and 50s, we seem to value relationships a little bit more than millennials do. And there's one thing I've never heard anybody mention before, but you've got to understand something. Warren Buffett has spent a billion dollars a year for how long? The last 20 or 30 years? So these millennials that grew up from the time they were baby, baby, babies, they've been getting hit with a Geico ad since they were zero years old. Did you ever thought about that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I didn't grow up getting hit with a Geico ad every three yeah. minutes. But these people, if you watch um, any television at all, you're getting popped with a Geico yeah. ad about every three seconds. And,
0: and I think to that point, you know, we need, as agents, we need to find a way to find some of these technologies that bring us a little bit closer to the Geicos and the Lemonades of the world. That way we provide those same things. And I always use Jeff Roy as an example. Jeff Roy's customers, as far as I know, Jeff Roy's customers can say, hey Alexa, send me my insurance cards. And Alexa will email them their insurance cards because Alexa is integrated with his management system. Five years from now, there's going to be a carrier that does that. And Jeff Roy's customers are going to be like, we've been doing that crap for five years.
1: Nationwide's working
0: on that right now. Right. So I think as agents, we we need to be forward thinking and figure out a way to take some of these technologies and implement them in our agencies.
1: We both interrupted her go ahead i'm, I'm sorry, sorry <laughs> kelsey
0: how, how, a, does that help
2: no it definitely does because there are a handful i would say there's a good chunk of my customers and chase is another agent in our office we are constantly texting with our customers yes but there is you know ten that, that, and that, hey
1: by the way kelsey that's been a paradigm shift that's happened just in the last five years and just just implementing something like texting can make
0: huge huge huge
1: a huge difference. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead.
2: (laughs) No, that's okay. So my thought process here is, okay, I'm only texting with a chunk of my customers right now. And I feel like I'm constantly texting them because the ones that I am texting, it's the constant communication every day because of what they do and the nature of their business. Mm. But I'm thinking 10, 15 years from now, when it's going to be these Gen Zs and these Gen Alphas, that's the only way they communicate. How am I going to be able to keep up? You know, it, it, you'll find a way. You'll find a way, but yeah. it, you know, you're th- I'm but, trying to think long term, and I'm like, man. Here's the gonna- key,
0: though. You have to be willing to find a way, and so many people right. aren't willing to find a way. They want people to do business with them the way that they want to communicate with their customers, not the other way around. I think if you can solve that one problem, you are head and shoulders above your competition.
1: Hey, I've got a question for you, Kelsey. You said that you're getting texts from these same customers every day. That's a little odd to me. It's I mean, commercial clients. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm guessing these are COI type stuff. Is that right?
2: Well, no, because we actually already have a system for our COIs. Cool. We offer a lot of our customers that need those certificates. Well, what's, they can have 24-7 access okay. to do their own.
1: Well, what's the need to text you every day then?
2: Probably, you know, just needing quotes or, hey, I'm, I'm going to be I'm adding on a new vehicle into my policy. I need you to give me these numbers. And it's really, I'm trying to push them more onto my CSRs in the office. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, you know, they like to talk to you because they're truckers. They're on the road. They've got all the time in the world because they're just (laughs) looking out their windshield. And it's like trying to kind of Not break up with them, but say, hey, you know,
1: I've got more than one boyfriend. So here's the answer. I love that. That's probably the best analogy I've heard this week. Thank you for that. Here's the
2: answer.
0: I don't give ultimate, like, for sure advice that I know is the right answer unless I know it's the right answer. I don't like talking about things I don't know about. He's about to Um, give one one right now. And I've dealt with this personally, right? The answer is setting expectations in the onboarding process, Mm. okay? So what I do, I am very active with my customers. I write car insurance policies. I write auto policies. I write life insurance policies. Even though my CSR salesperson, my customer sales rep does a lot of that, right? People deal with me. I'm the one that puts myself out there. They want to talk to me, right? So what we do is we set expectations in our onboarding process. So when you do business with me, you get a series of text messages your first eight to 15 days that you're, you're a customer of the agency, depending on what product you bought, right? So if let's say I wrote the policy day one, 24 hours later, you get a text message from me with a picture of my CSR. And it says, Hey, this is Bradley really wanted to, you know, wanted to appreciate, you know, wanted to say how much we appreciated you doing business with us. Um, If we can help you in any way, let, let us know, by the way, here's my CSR, Megan. I wanted you to enter. I wanted to introduce you to her. She handles this, 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 and this. It's basically everything, but stuff that I need to know about immediately. Right. Payments, COIs, uh, policy changes I need to add a car I need to change a mortgagee I need to change a lien hold All that stuff it's, it, All the stuff that I don't want to do Is basically what it is um, right. You can contact her on this number This email This phone And then it's got a picture of her And the picture of her Looks like I walked out to her desk And took a picture And sent it to him. It's very personalized right? It's not a professional headshot So immediately I'm shifting them off of me and onto her so she can do her job. So I'm setting that expectation that, hey, and that I'm going to tell you. So we have a system in my office when somebody calls for me, if they call at certain times, they can't get me. And I have a note that I have a system where she says, hey, you need to call this person, this person, this person, and I call them back at a certain time. I was getting like 15 of those a day a year ago, and now I get one or two. So it's it, there's been a tr- tremendous shift of getting the customers off of calling me for every little thing and on to her. Now, we also do the opposite. If she writes somebody, they get the exact same text message with me. Hey, I want to introduce you to your agent Bradley. These are the situations he handles. If you want to buy life insurance, if you have a bad claim, our complaint. So we're okay. setting the expectation both ways. Does that does that help you guys? Yes,
2: definitely. Yeah. Hey, hey,
1: I've got I got something to add to that. Last week I was in a class at the Big Eye offices in the state of Alabama, the the state of Alabama Big Eye offices. There was a specific reason for that. Nationwide Insurance is moving their entire captive agency force to independent. The Big Eye had all of the agents in the state of Alabama in their offices that day to kind of introduce the big eye to nationwide agents and start the process of getting a lot of those guys if they wanted to 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 join the big eye i have so so many jokes right now but i'm going to hold back okay and so the last class of the day the last speaker that got up that represented the big eye and i found that i we really need to have this guy on the podcast bradley he gets up And he throws these slides up on the board and his whole class was dedicated to productive man hours in the agency on a per day basis, breaking it down to an hourly basis of how much actual productive sales time each one of your associate agents gets in a year. And I want to say that the number he came up with was like 180 hours. Wow. Now, when when he said productivity, he meant doing tasks that were geared towards sales. You know, meaning the quoting process, the actual binding of policies, meeting with new clients to go over coverages, and, and things such as that. The reason I bring that up is the name of the game and what we do is selling insurance, right? I mean, that's the, at the end of the day, whoever you work for you're not being paid by that person. You're being paid from the, the clients that that person has in their book of business because that revenue, you know, commissions, goes into an operating account, and that operating account is what pays all the employees. And his point in all of this was, and this goes back to your original question about people texting you, if you're not careful, and I see this in my agency because I have one of my agents that does a lot of this texting back and forth with clients, and then they get in a texting war and... Next thing you know, you spend about two hours a day texting with people that have nothing to do with sales, right? Nothing to do with sales. And it, and, yep. and and he gave a formula that will allow an agency owner to kind of back into that, that backs into that number based on basically taking what, you know, getting one of your agents or you doing it yourself, figuring out all right, how much productivity does this person actually do a day in actual selling, meaning Calling new prospects, finding new policies, writing quotes, versus how much bullshit are they doing a day with you know changing a billing account and getting a text from a client that yeah. you know whatever the text may be. So anyway, I thought that was a very interesting class. So Kelsey, does Scott have a question?
3: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> G- give it awkward. give it to us real quick, as we got four people on hold. What?
3: All right. I, I want to know how you guys came up with doing this podcast. How did it come? you know
1: the idea or how
0: do yeah, we actually I, do it
3: yeah, the actual doing it
1: so when we started the podcast bottom line was i found bradley online on instagram and started i dm'd him on instagram now remember this guys if you want to get in touch with a celebrity or you want to get in touch with somebody that you, you're in love with in the insurance business, the easiest way to do that is through DMing somebody on Instagram. There is a damn She's, good, good uh, their, chance. Their Instagram game is sharp. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is a damn good chance you will actually get a response from somebody. If you do that. Now the flip side to that and the bad side of that is all the guys that slide into my girlfriend's DMS every day and say, Hey baby, would you, <laughs> Hey you. baby, would you like to Netflix and chill tonight? Now we get a lot oh, of that boy. at oh, my oh. house. <laughs> Uh, Because I hadn't put a ring on it yet. But anyway. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I got a little personal on you there, didn't I? But um, so I slid into Bradley's DMs. We fell in love. I came down to Mobile on vacation. I was going to Orange Beach for vacation, which is the beach down here in in Alabama, as we call it, the Redneck Riviera. And uh, I came over to his office. We did a Facebook Live video together. I set up my tripod. We did a video hung up the video and i looked at bradley and i said man we need to start doing a podcast together that was how it started and that's it and the first month or two of doing the podcast was an absolute shit show yeah it was awful
0: (laughs) we would love to say we had this grand plan like hey we're gonna do this and we're gonna get this out of it and and that sort of thing but it was nothing more than just something we were doing for fun for selfish reasons um, but there's a lot of benefit. I compare podcasting to blogging. And I said this on a previous podcast, because blogging's not easy. Not everyone can write something that they want to put out there to the world, you know. And therefore, when you do that, you get a little bit of a undeserved land grab from that. So it's been really, really good. Uh, guys, we have to take the next caller. I really appreciate you hey, calling in. We, okay? love,
1: we love you guys. Reach out to us again sometime. And thank you so much for listening. It means a lot.
2: Hey, thank you so much.
1: All right. Take care. Hi. Our next caller, I'm gonna call him because he
0: texted me his number is Mr. Aaron Robertson <laughs> from who is who is probably our biggest fan. Dun, I would dare to say that. Dun, we, I get dun, a dun, dun, I get dun, a Snapchat, I get a Snapchat from him almost every day. So speak of the
4: devil.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
4: what's up, what's man? What's going on guys? I was just watching your video on Megan graduates college.
0: So was cool The yeah. switch ring Yeah, Megan graduated college Really? Yeah
1: um, Aaron, so- I cannot tell you how excited I am to have you on this, dude I am like a kid on Christmas freaking morning
4: I'm excited, man It's like uh, my long lost brothers I've never met But I listen to as often as I can uh, Twice on Saturday
0: Yeah Tell us, man. Uh, we're running real short on time, but go ahead and give sure. us your question, and we will rock and roll. and And feel free to show your personality because you have one.
4: Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate it. So, the, the question I guess I have, man, is I, you know I'm an independent kind of a single, single shop, one man show here. And I think coming from an independent background, what I'm what I'm trying is I'm about to start growing my personal lines, my personal lines business. And what I don't want to do is is sacrifice the. Service and quality experience for my customers mm. for the sake of a sale. And I'm by myself and with, with the personal lines and other comes a lot of a desk work and answering phones and search and stuff like that. How do I maximize my customer experience and not lose the promises that I made with them? Because, mm. you know, I genuinely believe that my customers buy from me because they like me because they, they want to work with me and the, the promises I made them, I want to keep them. And so, but also now I also know I got to scale.
1: Hey, Aaron, give me, a, give me a little bit of context, man. Uh, okay. What have you been selling? Have you been selling commercial?
4: I started with uh, Aflac, uh, the supplemental market, expanded health insurance. Okay. Uh, uh, last year, I got licensed in the PNC market. So I've been uh, a producer for uh, a, a buddy of mine, and I've been putting all my, my business with his agency with a split. Uh, but you know, my customers are like, why well, does not have your name on it? So right. I need to start bringing, uh, that business under me, but also do things that start building my book of business so that when I want to go get the Liberty, Liberty and the nationwide and all those appointments and the safe codes and things, they don't go, well, you don't have the experience. -hmm. You know, I would say it's kind of like building using your mom and dad's credit card. You're borrowing the money, you're paying it back, but they get their credit score boost. Right. And so I need to have that credit score go to me so the carriers who want to do business with me and I can fulfill those uh, production requirements for them.
1: So, yesterday, and I think this may be the answer for you. Bradley, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, Yesterday, we had a podcast episode on scratch agencies with a a lady, a girl named uh, Erin Nutting who I found her podcast to kind of correlate to what you've called and asked about today. The reason I say that is when she left Allstate and burned the ships and went out on her own, I think she said she had $3,000 in her bank account when she went out on her own. She created a 100% digital agency for personal lines, for home and auto business. And I really think that if you'll follow that playbook, And create a 100% digital online experience for your customers and not have all the manpower and the bullshit and all the, the stuff that goes along with that. Now, with that said, the one thing I thought of when she was on the phone with me yesterday or with us yesterday, I thought, you know... That probably does take away a little bit, from, or maybe a lot, yeah. from that. You know, I'm going to be here for you, and yeah. you and, know, and to,
0: to everybody on the live. I just thought of can't hear his question. His question was, "How do I scale my business and focus on sales as a one man show without losing the customer experience on the back end?" And what Scott said, Aaron, is completely right. And we can actually send you the Aaron episode, the Aaron Nutting episode, yeah. early if you'd like me to, as long as you don't share it with any any of the other listeners. Wink, wink. Of course but, not. <laughs> but uh, and and, and there's not going to be. I mean, there, we didn't get into the nitty gritty of it, but what what it'll do is it'll give you a little bit of context on Erin, and you can 100% reach out to her. She loves that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But but okay. the, the answer the answer is the the automations and the t- it, that. Well, the first answer is is people. Right? right? Is you got to add people. But right. if you can't, no, no, no. You, he
1: just said he's not going to. I well, know. I know. Yeah. I said, but if you can't no, afford people, but you, I, you can't, I can't afford people. Right? If you
0: can't <laughs> afford the people, you've got to get into automations and technology. A few things I would do. I would talk to people who have done it and find out what technology they're using to automate things on the back end. A really, really good service is a service called Coverdesk. Um, Coverdesk, there are virtual CSRs who are in the Philippines. So if somebody calls your office, you can set it up to where they answer the phone and they can basically do everything in the agency. They are licensed but deliver the quote to the customer.
1: No, they can do that. They um, they have licensed agents Some of them there. can. Some yeah. of them can, yeah.
0: And, and another one is Marblebox, and they handle a lot of the service work on the back end. That way you don't have to. That's a really, really, really good service. It's not cheap, but it's cheaper than hiring a person. And you can do partial hours and things like that. So I would look into that kind of stuff, man. And I would absolutely reach out to Aaron. Does that help?
4: It does. I appreciate it. I was taking notes on this. And I think I remember hearing an episode or y'all mentioned her before on a podcast.
1: Hey, Aaron, this, yeah. is, this is Scott. I'm going to say two things to this. We did eight <laughs> podcasts yesterday, right? We did eight podcasts. And about four of those podcasts that we did yesterday, we got into this digital agency stuff and automation. And the more I talk to thought leaders in the insurance business, the more I keep hearing rumblings of the, that's the way this is kind of going. Okay. Mm -hmm. And number two is you just got on this call in show and basically kind of asked the same question that Kelsey just asked before you, which is how do we get to these millennials that want it and they want it right now? I'm telling you right now, guys, listen to, listen to me when I say this, I hope Kelsey still listen to this. I think the answer to her question is the same answer to your question which is the way to get to these millennials and the way for you to scale without like hiring three people or one person and and I think this may actually we may be onto something right here because you just said I don't have the money to hire somebody and I think the answer to her question and the answer to your question is we as insurance agents have got to move away from this thought process for the last 30 years of in order for me to live up to the promise that I give people, and I've I've been doing the same thing for 10 years, you know, we're going to be here for you and you're going to have my cell phone and we're going to, we're going to hire five people and everybody's going to be sitting around waiting to serve you when you call and all this other shit. I think the answer to this thing, Bradley is this digital stuff. Yeah, going go yeah. to that digital and, agency concept and, and
0: setting properly setting expectations. You know what I mean? It's, <clears throat> it's like Aaron was talking about yesterday. A lot of her customers don't know any better. They're new home buyers and that's what they're dealing with. And you, you know what I mean? So I, I hope that helps, brother. Feel free to reach out to us. We've got to get on to the next caller, uh, but Aaron. We, we will send you that episode. Okay? Aaron,
1: Aaron, Aaron. Uh, yes, sir. I
0: love you.
4: I love you back, brother. I appreciate your uh, your leadership, man, and all the stuff you've done. This is uh, this has been blockchaining, and I, I genuinely mean that. Hey, oh. ten
0: ten seconds. Damn, you're gonna make ten me cry. seconds. Shit. Give me no. We're really about to make you cry. Give me your best Scott Howell impression. <laughs>
4: Oh, God. let uh, a, a Snapchat, though, Jerome. Do it. Um, do it. You uh, got to do it. You got to do guys, it. Guys, if, 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 if I don't start this business tomorrow and someone's going to have a hammercock a forty-five caliber and put it to my head, I've got to get this business going. And I don't give a shit. Who I got to beat their ass, I'm going to get going. My financial
1: <laughs> business will go. Hey, I actually used that yesterday on something. He did a yeah. couple times. All right, I buddy, we'll let you go.
4: Appreciate it, guys. Thanks.
1: See you,
0: man. Aaron, guys, for y'all though, that do not know, Aaron, I mean, 24-7, every single day, I have a Snapchat and an Instagram DM from him. Talking about the podcast, asking questions, making fun of us, mostly Scott,
1: but he 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 just does a phenomenal job. So Hey um, can can Alex Salman please call this damn show. I want to talk to Alex Salman today. Shit. You are live with the insurance guys podcast. Is this oh Justin? man,
3: how can I top that one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ju- Justin, how you doing, brother? pretty good how are you guys man i am so excited to be on the phone with you right now thank you for calling ask any questions you want i am an open book i don't care if it's what we want for christmas or if it's an insurance question let's do it keep it kind of brief (laughs) because we are running short on time
4: yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, um, basically I wanted to ask you guys as far as, um, you know, content creation, um, as far as social media. And obviously Bradley, you know, is going to be down at Agent 2021 20, talking about this stuff here soon. But, um, I just wanted to know, do you guys um, use any kind of a plan or a blueprint when you plan that out or, um, you know, what does it look like as far as your guys' planning process
1: around it, content creation. Around content creation. So we the, just did a podcast on that yesterday. The, uh,
0: the, question, awesome. the question for everybody on Instagram Live is, what is the planning process around content creation? Do you want to take it, or you want me to take it?
1: Oh, no, please. You're, you're the man
0: on that. Uh, so, so, Justin, I recently filmed a vlog episode on this. Um, I've not posted it yet because I haven't quite put it together. But basically, I will detail my process to you. First thing is the Gary Vaynerchuk rule of document don't create. I try to document things that and and make sure the content and really what that means is make sure the content is relevant to what's going on in your life you know what i mean if you see uh i'll give you an example i did a post uh let me pull up i did a post on yesterday it said do something today that your future self will thank you for i had a conversation with somebody about that and i thought hmm I'd be good to do a post about that. And I've done posts about that in the past, right? I did a post the other day that talked about taking short-term money versus long-term money. That's something that popped up in my daily life. So I, I use my daily life to give me ideas, right? Uh, And that's kind of where I get the ideas for the post. And as far as insurance related stuff, and we've talked about this, and do I have a long term blueprint? Absolutely not. Because most of the stuff that you see me do is actually, if it's new, it's created that day. Um, I don't have a huge backlog of new stuff, have a huge backlog of old stuff. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, uh, as far as insurance goes, I take questions that people ask me, uh, so if somebody asks me a question more than once, a customer in my agency, somebody asks me a question more than once, I need to turn that subject to that question into a post, into some form of content, because that's likely to be something that somebody else would want, right? Uh, right. Or want to yeah, know. Absolutely. So, so there's that. And then my uh, other thing that I do, my other hack, if I'm really not getting any questions... Uh, There's a website called Answer the Public, A-N-S, or however you spell answer, answerthepublic.com. That is a website that allows you to type a subject matter in a search bar, and it's going to give you thousands of questions that people are Googling in regards to that particular subject matter. So if you put insurance in there, it'll give you all the popular questions. That's where we get a lot of our stuff for insurance hacks, a YouTube show. And so that's that's kind of you know where we get our subject matter. The next thing that I do, my personal process is I wake up at about four o'clock in the morning. Well, four or five o'clock in the morning. Not me. I sit at my laptop and that's where I that's where I, I'm my most creative at that time. That's where I create my stuff at, right? And I just try to take a picture of myself or a picture that's relevant to the content and overlay text on it. My Instagram is where everything originates, so the Instagram is where you're going to get the most like native content at. So if you look at Instagram, uh, you, I usually do a quote, like a picture of a tweet of like a motivational quote. My God, Scott's getting eighty five hundred text messages right now. Uh, (laughs) It's just people watching the show. Like I want to call in. Um, Anyway, so I take you know a quote from Twitter motivational quote, and then I do another tangible, either marketing or insurance, and then I'll do a video. So I, I mix it okay. up, but it's if you kind of look, it's motivational quote, insurance quote, or marketing quote, and then video. Now, let me, So, I, so I, okay. mi- I mix it. I, I, it's the same stuff. It's the same subjects over and over, but I kind of mix it up. I never try to do two videos in a row or two quotes in a row. So that's kind of the Reader's Digest version. Um, I'm putting this blog okay. this post out. In the next couple months, I'll I'll send it to you when I get it done. Uh, but it's it's in detail my content creation, and I've actually got a camera over my shoulder, actually watching me do it,
1: so it gets down into the
0: really awesome. nitty gritty of doing that. Uh, I think Scott has something to say, and then we got to hang up and take the next one.
1: Yeah, I just my new favorite say my new favorite saying is Why can't both be true? And and so. For Bradley, Bradley's goal is to be a thought leader in the insurance business. I, my, not
0: necessarily. My,
1: my goal is to be an insurance agent that sells the shit out of insurance. And for me, you know, it's completely different than Bradley's. And and it's not that yeah. his is right and mine's wrong, or mine's wrong and his is right. It's just that for me and my personality, and I think you have to go back to having some self awareness at what you're good at and what you're not good at. But my whole right. my whole strategy on social media. Is completely different than Bradley's. I have a theory that ain't nobody wanting to watch anybody do anything or post any bullshit that's not funny. So every right. that's ev- and, why you and, have to go. And let let, let me <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. My social media content sucks ass right now, and it sucks ass because the fact that I haven't been posting anything. Like for the last five days, I don't think I've posted anything on social media. But here's my here's my rule of thumb. And and I and I want everybody to listen to this because I don't even I don't even see half or maybe not even a quarter of Bradley's stuff and that's because he posts so much content and I'm not on social media as much it, as I need to be. But that also proves you can't do too much either. Exactly. But my whole social media thing is this. Okay, the first thing I'm going to do on a video, which I love video, it's my favorite, is I'm going to entertain. I'm going to always have that shock value that when Alex Salman or Justin or anybody else is looking at my stuff, as soon as they see that Scott Howell's posted a video, they're like, oh, this is about to be good. Yeah. Whatever, whatever he just did, this shit's about to get real. And so my first goal is to entertain. I do that through the use of props. And whether that's going on Amazon and buying a big check or – using my goat or using one of my other animals that I have or doing something with my son when he's got a fuzzy pink uh You know what You know what the most fam-
0: famous quote of yours from the Troy Coors Garden podcast was? What? Troy, 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 Troy. Did you know that I have a goat? Did you know I
1: have a goat, Troy? Continue.
0: Mm. Like I had about eight people message me that quote.
1: Right. And then I always try to end my uh, videos with education if if I'm going for you know trying to educate people like on like Facebook on my yeah. personal Facebook page where i'm actually Correct. reaching people that could be potential clients so the the funniest video i've ever done, and I cannot tell you how many people saw this and commented on this but about two about a year and a half ago in the summertime, I did this video there was a hurricane that was about to hit the Gulf coast, and I did this video where I was at the bed of my truck. I'd pulled down the tailgate of my truck and I went to Lowe's and I bought a birdhouse that looked just like a real house, like a beach house that you would see down at the beach like at orange beach right. or or panama city and so attention. and so i go through this whole thing and i'm like guys you know we've got this massive category 4 hurricane that's about to hit the gulf coast and i i thought today because insurance is so important that i could show all of you that after the wind and the flood i wanted to show all of you exactly what these beach houses in miami florida are going to look like when this is over and i turn around and i've got a damn rubber five pound mallet in my hand and i take that son of a bitch and i hit that birdhouse about 30 times with that mallet and when i'm done i mean pieces of this I've thing never, i've never seen pieces that. of this house are flying <laughs> everywhere and as soon sure. as, as soon as i post that video it was like 30 comments from people saying that is the funniest damn thing i have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life so that's that's the whole purpose of my yeah. social media is to be funny yet entertaining yet educational. And you want a beta version of what we
0: both said, and then we'll we'll let you go. Is make them laugh, make them cry, educate them, or scare them. And the overall umbrella rule is: do not overthink it. No Ex- matter what you do, do and, not overthink. it. And to add to that, my friend, and Scott, Gre- people are telling us on the live they want to see the the video. Okay, so you I'll, need to I'll repost, repost it. it. Hey yeah, guys, I, I want to see it too. I'm gonna
1: guys remember this, Mike Stromso. Thought leader in the, insurance, in the insurance industry, one of the greatest marketers of our, of our time in the 21st century is Mike Stromso. You know what Mike Stromso says? He says, if you want, if you want people to watch your shit, use two things, kids and animals. Kids and animals, right. <laughs> and people will, will watch your shit. And that's what I try to do. Thanks, man. Thanks, Justin. Well,
0: I appreciate it, guys. All
1: right, brother.
3: All right,
1: we're going to call Alex real quick. What <laughs> do?
3: This is Alex. Is this uh,
1: Salmon Insurance?
3: This is the Salmonator Insurance Agency.
1: Alex, I have a man crush on you. Feelings mutual, my friend. Mm. Let me finish this story I was telling right before you answered. So about three about three years ago, I started doing these little sixty second videos at my office where I'm standing in like the door frame where people come in and make their payment. And I had one of my I was literally having one of my girls just take the cell phone, turn it around on me, and I would do these sixty second funny videos. And, and I and seen I had some of those. I've had Cl- I had Clint Orr who I Clint's the talent in these videos, not me but the thing about clint he is my largest commercial producer and he is absolutely freaking hilariously funny but he's the typical hollywood diva Uh so like the every third video i would try to do he'd be like i'm not feeling it today i'm Mm -hmm. not going to do it and i was like "Fuck, clint come on man we got to do this and he's like i don't want to do it today so finally i got pissed off and i was like you know what we just won't do them anymore but it was the i had people i had a girl call me from virginia and she goes if you keep doing those 60-second commercial videos that you're doing, I swear to God, you will be the number one insurance agency in the Why world. Why didn't you do that? I couldn't get him, couldn't get him to do uh, it. Okay. He was the talent, and I couldn't get him to do it. But let me tell you this video, Alex. I do this video. This was back when we were having a tornado every other day in the state of Alabama. He was, was watching. He nah. heard it. Oh, okay. Oh, he saw the video?
0: Yeah. He, he No, he was watching. You tell the story. Oh, okay. okay. Well, live. anyway,
1: I do, this, I do this freaking video, and I'm sitting there talking about You know, if you have a tornado warning in your area, the best thing that you can do is get your kids to the lowest level of the house in an interior room and make sure that you go out in the garage and you get some form of helmet on them, like a bicycle helmet, a baseball helmet, a a motorcycle helmet. And I had a freaking baseball helmet on Clint Orr, and he walks into the frame of the picture and when he walks into the frame, he has this he has helmet on, and he starts beating his head up against the countertop of that damn – where people make their payment. I mean, he is, like, racking his freaking head on this damn thing. I mean, it's like, boom, boom, boom. And he looks up at the camera and he goes, it's all good, man. <laughs> and people <laughs> – People went freaking nuts over that video. They were yeah. like, that is the funniest damn thing I've ever... There's one of them right there. The birdhouse video is not on... It's not on YouTube. It's not yeah. on YouTube. As as everything else I do, it's it's like if it works, I just quit fucking gotcha. doing it.
0: All right, Alex, you got about 15 seconds. What's your question, brother?
3: All right. So, yeah, I've been following you guys now for a little while, and it's so nice to hear a, another southern drawl. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, you guys really inspired me to get on Instagram and I've been really going after it full force, but, Mm. uh, I don't know, I'm trying to get, like, I I would love to know like how you guys set up your, just the profile, just kind of like some basic stuff, um, and ideas that you get with, uh, with your content, like what, uh, I I like the idea of the, you know, taking questions that you get on a regular basis and turn it into a post. I've been trying to do that some. And I don't know, just trying to keep it fresh and different.
0: I talked to Kelsey Alcorn with Alcorn Insurance uh, last week. She was actually our first caller today. I kind of helped her with Instagram the same time that you and I sort of talked. And she was getting frustrated because she was running out of ideas. And I told her, I was like, just stick to it. Try to create three new posts every day for three months. And eventually what happens is you build up so much content in your content bank not only will you have enough stuff to repurpose, rebrand, reuse, remake, but you can even post the same exact stuff again because you've built up another 300 followers, mm. right? You've built up another, and those 300 people haven't seen that post. So it was six months ago. I promise you they're not going that far back, right? Sure. Um, sure. I'm looking at your profile here. You're doing a really, really good job with with hashtags. You're doing a really good job with the formatting of your post.
1: I love that you've video a, you did the other night, yeah, That's man. what we're
0: looking at right now. You've got... You've got a location on the post, so you got FAO Swartz on this ruined Christmas video, which I think is very tactful. So every single post needs to have a location, it needs to have copy, it needs to have the three dots, and it needs to have the hashtags, right? I would you know, change your hashtags up, try to find stuff that works, try to find stuff that doesn't work. Hey man, is that, but, your, the, is
1: that your Chevrolet truck, that red one? Oh man, I wish.
0: Mm, I just I like the shit out of that. But here's, here's what I would tell you, okay? The first thing that jumps out at me is you're not posting enough. Right, I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> don't I'm, don't feel bad, Scott. Doesn't I'm either. Looking, so. I, I know,
0: I know. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you know, telling you my opinion. Okay, so I'm looking at November 12th, and then I go to November 13th, then I go to November 14th. So you're posting between one and two times a day. I would be damned and determined for the next three months to post between three and five times a day. You can skip weekends if you want. I do that every now and then. I'll throw one post in on the weekend. But I would try to. I, you got to pick your frequency up. You can post too much on Facebook. I don't think you can post too much on Instagram. At least not right now. Mm-hmm. So I would I would increase my posting on that. What I would also do is uh, okay. You've got the link tree on there, right? That's perfect. Okay, that's great. So that's how you kind of funnel people into where you want them to go. Um, the other thing I would try to do, and I'm not saying you're not doing this, but I would try to, the same advice we, we gave uh, Justin is, I would try to have some sort of plan and consistency, but not too rigid. You know what I mean? So like, okay, try to do a motivational quote. And it did not have to be these things, but like mine is a motivational quote, a business marketing and or insurance quote and some kind of video, right? Obviously that video worked for you real well. So I would do more videos too. Is that Does that help?
1: Yes, yeah, for hey, sure. Hey, Alex, video is your. Yep. jam. Let me just say this: video is your jam. Yep. You you have the it factor that I talk about all the time. The it, whatever it is, you've got it. I'm sorry that you have it, but because you have it, video is going to to me is going to be your way to go. Do yep. you have Do you have kids? I do. How many? What What age are they?
3: I got seven and four.
1: Oh my Two, God, that is so perfect. You, if you want to break the damn internet. Start taking topics that people either ask you about or things that are insurance related, but that you can make funny, which is what I try to do. Like I'll take a topic that maybe somebody's called the office two or three times about. We've talked about this before on the podcast and then create, get creative if you can and uh think about like something funny to do with that topic and then get your kids involved like i said just a few minutes ago mike strom so kids and animals yep and if you can figure out a way to incorporate them in there they don't even have to be funny in fact it's probably funnier when they're serious because they you know even if it's like you walking in and saying something to them and they just look at you like what the hell are you talking about yep um that that's that kind of stuff breaks the internet dude people love kids and animals
0: all right brother we got we got to let you go uh scott
3: you want to end
1: episode hey listen i love you alex i look forward to meeting you one day man
3: man likewise love you guys y'all are awesome keep doing what you're doing
1: all right man take care guys this is scott howell and uh bradley and i just did our first call-in show i actually love that dude i think we need to do one of those that 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 was the jam right there guys hey uh listen we're gonna go ahead and and wrap this thing up guys get your ass out from behind that desk And go out into the big bad world and go sell insurance. Remember that rewards come from action, not discussion. Go out today and go make money for your family. Go take care of your wife, your husband, your kids. Make money and write good business for the agency that you represent. Write good business for the companies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Love you too, buddy. Thanks, everybody, for calling in.
0: Uh, and we will share your Instagram handles in the show notes.
1: Absolutely. Guys, you have a great week, and we'll see you again real soon on the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, Go to BradleyFlowersInsurance.com or email him at Bradley at SaraLandInsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.